The one trip we did do was just Jay and myself. Oh gosh, it was an experience. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty hard to sort of get the boat back under control and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we were heading towards Rotto and then it turned and then Jay's like, pull the main down. Yeah. I couldn't even winch it down. It was The wind was that strong and he's trying to physically pull it down and then it, I'm at the helm trying to go in towards the wind and I was crying. I was like, I'm never going <laughs> to sail again. So you're a little bit scarred, but it hasn't, it hasn't kind of deterred you from giving this a crack like you're still in. It did for a good few hours until <laughs> yeah. we got there. G'day, this is Living the Dream, a podcast from Gage Roads where you'll hear from people who are all about going after what they love. We'll chat to photographers, musos, surfers, designers, a range of people who are living life their way. Well, this week, it's all about adventure. Have you and your mates, maybe your partner, come home after a tough day of the nine to five and thought, let's just get out of here. You might have thought about giving the van life thing a crack or something similar. Well, Jay and Alicia are doing just that. They're about to set sail from Perth to Indonesia. I reckon there'll be a few stops on the way in an old sailboat that they've done up. And joining them are another couple who've built a place in remote Indonesia. So a couple of plans coming together for one. Jay, Alicia, good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good to see you. Um, A couple of days till you set off. How are you feeling? Uh, Yeah, a little bit nervous, but um, (laughs) mostly excited. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of preparation, so it's been a long road, but we're finally here, and we're looking at what Wednesday. Not yeah. too sure of the date, but weather pending. Yeah, yeah. How closely are you watching the weather charts at, at the moment? Uh, hourly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the main concern with the weather? Is it just the, the little part here until you get out, or is it longer term than that? Well, it's always sort of long term with sailing and being on the water, but uh, our main sort of goal is just getting far enough north out of this winter sort of. These winter low pressure systems, really. And getting a southwester, not a north, yeah. <laughs> northerly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fingers yeah. crossed the charts start looking how they need to for you. I touched on it in a little bit, but what's the plan? What are you guys getting up to? The plan is to just go, really. Just just get out of the sort of daily nine to five and, and just go adventure, go surf and spearfish and try and live off the ocean as, as best we can. And yeah, so basically we're just going to make our way north up to Indonesia and across up to the Mentawi Islands. Yeah. yeah. So we were looking at going up to the Brolis, but I think we're going to give that a miss and head up to Shark Bay, Coral Bay, all that. Yeah. Just have a look at that and then, yeah, make our way up, see what islands we can check out and then do the crossing over to Indo. Yeah, that's a good point though. How much of this is locked in and then how much of it is, oh, we can make a few calls on the run? It's all calls <laughs> on the run really. Yeah. <coughs> it's all to do with, yeah, pretty much weather, windows and... And, and, yeah, where's sort of nice shelter and, and just timing. Yeah. Have you guys done a trip like this before? Never. <laughs> the, the one trip we did do was over to Rotto. And the first time we did that, just Jay and myself, oh, gosh, it was an experience. Yeah, it was pretty rough. What happened? We were testing to see how fast the boat would go. I think we got up to, what, 10 to 12 knots. Yep. And then not too far out of Rotto. How many nautical miles do you reckon? Oh, just like two mile out, just... Yeah, it's rough got weather. Rough. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, I was a stiff, stiff arm offshore breeze, and it was you know the further away from land you get, the worse it gets. So <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it was pretty favourable. Like the wind was coming from behind us, but we had a good two hours, wind. and then it just turned. <clears throat> yeah, like that. Just like a flick of a switch. How hairy? Um, yeah, it was. It was pretty hard to sort of 
get the boat back under control and all that sort of stuff. But we learn a lot of lessons. <laughs> yeah, so you learn a lot on it. What happened was, so. um, yeah, we were heading towards Rotto, and then it turned. The weather was because co- at Rotto you've got the island, and then the swells hitting off the island, so you got the swell coming in multiple directions. And then Jay's like, pull the main down. Yeah. I couldn't even winch it down. It was the wind was that strong, and he's trying to physically pull it down. And then it, I'm at the helm trying to go in yeah. towards the wind, and I was crying. I was like, I'm never going <laughs> to sail again. So you're a little bit scarred, but it hasn't it hasn't kind of deterred you from giving this a crack. Like you're still in. It did for a good few hours until <laughs> yeah. we got there. Until we got there yeah. and it up, and it was sweet after that. But yeah, yeah. Then another couple of other little successful trips over there, and yeah, yeah. But other than that, sort of. I don't. I've really sort of just been racing, sort of yachts and doing yacht deliveries and stuff like that for my prior experience. But right, so you're the the background in. You've got the background in terms of the sailboat. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, how long have you been working on this for? And and where did the idea like first pop into your heads to give this a crack? Well, I've sort of wanted to do this since I was a little kid. I've sort of like actively been looking for boats and looking at boats for uh, the past five years and just sort of having your finger on the pulse and then uh, Leash and I met over in Indo and we just sort of clicked over our sort of love of travel and then I uh, got stuck here in COVID coming to visit her. That's <coughs> then, love um, right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then we were, just, we were just talking about it and I was just showing her boats all the time and she's like, oh whatever and then one day this boat popped up in two rocks and we're like oh let's just go check it out and yeah we ended up just buying it and that was what march last year yeah so mm, february it was february when i had a look so jade been on me for a few months like let's go look at this sailboat like what do you think about it let's do it and i was like oh no, like, how are we going to afford it? You want to go back to Queensland to see your family? Like, I don't think we're going to be able to afford that during COVID and getting a sailboat. He's like, no, let's do it. And I was like, Jay, we can't afford it. And then we came back from Queensland. Jay proposed when I had a look at the boat the next day, got some funds. Nice move. There yeah. you go. That's probably what got it over the line, right? That's 100% what got it over the line. Stuck with me now, babe, and I just <laughs> bought the boat. Sorry. So that was probably a moment for you guys, right, where you've been talking about doing a thing and it's like, okay, we've got to find the right boat. And then you find this boat in Two Rocks and there's still a little bit of like, oh, well, the sensible thing might be to, you know, go back to Queensland, save up some money, see the family. But once you committed to buying the boat, it was on. It, it was, was on. all go, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was... And it was, um, it was a project boat too. So when we bought it, it was pretty much gutted. Like it, on the inside of it, there was, you know, it was pretty bare and everything. So we just um, pretty much started from the ground up with it, which was great. You know, it was very challenging though. There been a lot of, lot of moments of why are we doing this? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but um, yeah, no, we just pushed ahead with it and ripped in. And yes, since then, pretty much got it all up to scratch and ready to go feel more rewarding that way rather than just buying something that's already done yeah 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 i mean you say that now right yeah, yeah. If, would i do it again no <laughs> nah. never no but it, it's been a good challenge <laughs> yeah it's been a great when we challenge. first saw it it was just like oh wow this is awesome we can make it our own because my biggest thing with a sailboat was i didn't want it to be dark and dingy yeah i don't want to feel claustrophobic in a home and it's like a small area so i wanted it to be nice bright and airy and we've accomplished that. Yeah, we sort of just 
put our own little finishing touches on it and got it all the way we like it. And yeah, it's our little home now. So it's got your own vibe too. It's not just about this is to get us to from one place to the other. We've got to actually enjoy being on this thing for however many months we are. Oh, yeah, yeah you've got to be comfortable on a boat because if you're not, it's just you just don't have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be going if it was not <laughs> what I wanted. Was the, um, was the the fit out like a good little relationship test too? You're going to oh, spend some oh, time mate. together solo, right? So I yeah. imagine going through the trials and tribulations of that was a good little test. Yeah, it was a real test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there's been some times, that's oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, Bloody gosh, oaf. we definitely know each other inside now. I feel like we've been together for years and years and years, but what's yeah. been like two and a half, three years? Yeah, we've only really been together. You've probably fast-tracked a 10-year relationship into two and a half, three, just by doing the stuff you've been doing, right? <laughs> yep. Absolutely, through COVID and then buying a boat that we needed to completely renovate, <laughs> working a job, both like both of us working full-time and trying to do that on the side. Yeah, yeah. it's been a major challenge. See, that's a, another part that people might forget about, maybe people who've like, wanted to do something like this but haven't been able to yet. So you've still had full-time jobs while yep. you've been doing this. It's not like you had the luxury to turn that off and devote all of your time no, to this. No, yeah. it, that I think that was the biggest challenge is, is finding the time and, 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 you know, and, and working in with it. Like you, you finish work and you exhaust and then you've got to go work on a boat. That's, you know, like we said before, it's, it's all curves and you're trying to – it straight things into a curved object. It's, it's really <laughs> testing on your patience. It's been, well, yeah, like I say, challenging, but it's been hard. It hasn't been easy because I was, what, working a full-time job and then I was getting into a different sort of career. So I was working nights as well while you were working long hours. You tried the mines for a bit and just yeah, didn't like that. And that then just didn't suit me, so. Yeah, it's it, it's been challenging, but successful. Yeah. Have you thought about what the day-to-day is going to be while you're out there and have you talked about that? Um, yeah, so basically uh, with everybody, that well, there's four of us coming along on the trip. Um, I mean, basic day-to-day is just sort of whatever we want to make it. Like it's all like a bit of a bit of a vote. Wherever we go, we all sort of go discuss it and, you know, look at the weather, take all that into account and then we can go there. And while we're under passage, like when we're going between places, it's – sort of mainly shift work so it's <clears throat> I mean it's the sailing part of it is you know you've got to be pretty on the pulse and and sort of be pretty tr- pretty pretty strict so but once you get to the destination that's where you can just sort of relax and go spear fishing or surfing or whatever you love doing so so there might be a few little island stop-offs and it's like let's go for a surf for the Arvo or something like that oh, or yeah go grab yeah. the spear gun and have a fish yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, is that the lifestyle you guys both love? Have you have you always done that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a I lot of snorkeling. Yeah, Jay's teaching me how to spearfish. Yeah, right. How's that going? I've done a few pretty well with the, what the bottles in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing with bottles. Practicing, you know, to start yeah. With. Not and bottles. Move on um, to the fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty fun, but that's something that yeah I'm going to be doing a lot more of. I reckon. Yeah, you just got to get out there and do it. Yeah, but snorkeling. Jay's mad for surfing, and yeah. so is Connor and Josie. So that's awesome as well. Um, and then yeah, I think what it's going to look like on a day to day on the boat though is just reading, relaxing, yep. 
doing some workouts, <laughs> yeah. eating healthy. Pilates on deck, right? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of yoga to the sunrise, which would be pretty cool. Um, you mentioned as well, you're not doing this alone. So you've got a couple of mates coming with you as well. How did that come about? Well, I met Connor when I was working on an island on the Barrier Reef and, and we just sort of clicked and we just kept in touch and, and all that sort of stuff. And then he saw that we were doing this project and we got a boat and then he, he gave me a message. He goes, oh, look, we're stuck in Oz and we're trying to get back to the Mints and what do you reckon we all go together? <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Because we were like, oh, we're tossing and turning whether to go to Queensland, like sail to Queensland or sail to Indonesia or... You know, with COVID, it was all pretty up in the air. Where dicey, yeah. Yeah, where we were going to go, like, as a destination. But that sort of concreted it in, and then everything, like, all the borders started dropping down and sort of allowed us to just, you know, get a bit of a move on and actually concrete in a destination, which was good. Right, so Connor's got a place there. Is that the, the end destination at this stage? That's the end destination at this stage. Right. <coughs> and I'm guessing, have you been there before? I have been there, yeah. Okay, so what's what's the vibe there? Explain explain um, what that destination's like. Uh, well, I've I've done like a sort of surf boat trip through the Mints, and it's just unreal. Like, I, it's it's heaven. It's heaven on earth. Waves everywhere you look. It's beautiful palm tree, white beaches. It's just paradise, really. So, and and just that boat vibe of travelling through there is, I think, unbeatable. Yeah, how remote is it there? Are you, are you pretty closed off to yeah. the rest of the world? Yeah, you're, you're pretty remote there. Yeah. 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 It's, um, you don't really want things to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold that clip. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's very remote. Uh, Connor would probably know more about that sort of side of it. Yeah. yeah he'd lived there lo- like four years. So, well, Connor's sitting behind you and we've <laughs> run out of microphones, but we might have a yak to him in a sec, actually. Yeah. Uh, we can pass it over. But, just the whole COVID period of, you know, things being locked down for a couple of years and options being taken away from you, did that inspire you to take a plunge into this and push you toward it? Definitely. That's the main reason we did it. Yeah, <clears throat> it just made us want to get out and travel more because obviously Jay and I have done a lot of travelling previously before we even met each other. And even when we were together, we travelled around Bali together for a week um, and it's just... Yeah, really solidified the fact that we don't want to do this nine to five, be stuck in just a city. We want to get out and explore. And if it means, you know, facing fears and overcoming a lot of different hurdles, that's what we're ready to do, just to go out and actually like live our lives. What was the reaction from your mates and your family when you said we're finally doing it? (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, they were all pretty supportive actually. They were yeah, they were pretty cool with it and I mean, a lot of them, when they saw the boat, they were like, oh, I'm not sure you should do it on this boat because obviously it was a bit of a project, but sure. now it's all sort of ready to go and they get a bit of a different reaction now, which is good. They're always pretty keen to come out yeah. for a sail and, and do all that sort of stuff. So At first, everyone was saying, well, a lot of my friends were saying, what, Alicia, do you really think that you're ready for this? And I was like, no, but I'm ready to give it a go. Yeah. My parents were like, I don't think you should do this. My mum's been like calling people and doing a lot of research. My dad just doesn't believe me, I don't think. He won't. That's a dad thing, right? They just don't get it until you're gone. And they're like, they did it? Yeah. 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 Basically, he calls me every day. So when are you going? Are you sure you're going? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dad. (laughs) 
No, they've been so supportive though, which is amazing. And everyone's so supportive. Everyone's like, now, wow, they're actually doing this. What's the thing that you're most excited about, about this adventure? Just the freedom to, to stop off and go whenever you want kind of thing. And just that lifestyle. It's it's really great lifestyle, so. Just the learning and rocking up to Indonesia the first time we see land after, what, four to five days? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for that. What's even the process of that, though, in terms of passports and visas and things like that? Because we're all used to jumping off a plane and systems are in place. What about when you rock up on a boat? Well, to be honest, I'd never, I've never done that, so we're not entirely sure, but to... To our knowledge now is you sort of you have to check out of Australia, so we're going to check out of Dampier, um, which is a port up near Karatha there, and um, you sort of when you make your crossing you have to then check into a port. We're going to go straight into Port of Bali, so yeah, you check in there, you clear customs, same sort of thing as you would with hopping off a plane, and then they check your boat, and once you're stamped in there, you're free to sail throughout the Indonesian islands. So cool. Okay, so that's not really restricted at all. You can, no. once you're in, you're in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've got visas and limitations yeah, and the stuff, the but the biggest visas. hurdle for us was leaving Australia. Yeah. So really? That, yeah, it's to really actually leave to Australia. Out. Okay, so yeah. what did you have to go through for that? So, I mean, this is pretty silly on our behalf, but we were, re- we're registered with WA, Western Australia, um, but we got told by just a fellow sailor that you have to be registered with Australia before you can leave the country. Oh, so there's like a national register and yeah. a state register. Yeah, yeah. which right. we were unsure of. I, I just thought, oh, well, we're registered with the state, so... Yeah, we're sense, leaving right? WA. We We've got our insurance yeah. for cruising. <laughs> we're getting visas to Indonesia. I didn't think that, you know, we could, we'd have to get a visa for Australia. So we had to literally go back to each previous owner to show bill of sale, otherwise they would have put our boat up on their website for 30 days to see if anybody claimed ownership. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so I contact and managed to get – so our boat was built in 1981. I had to go back from the very beginning and yeah, that was like the stressful owner. week of our life and it's taken three weeks and we've, we've done it though. Yeah, we finally got that one yeah. number that matters. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. funny, isn't it, when you think so about that odd, stuff? It's just oh. a number. And I imagine there's so many things that have popped up that you don't know until you know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, and that's kind of what's enjoyable about it too. Like, you, you do, you learn so much and there's so many challenges, but when you do overcome them and you get that little bit of a reward in the end, it's, it's all worth it. Yeah. So. Um, has it been hard to not have this consume your thoughts all the time, especially when you're at work? It does consume doing the day to day. Yeah? Yeah. Well, for me anyway, it's just always in my head. There's always something about like to do on the boat or someone's talking to you and they can just see eyes kind of glazing over a little much. bit and looking up to the left just <laughs> yeah. thinking about the next thing you've got to do when you get home yeah. oh that's right well, I do jay's that. I been <laughs> the main builder he's yeah. he's literally the builder of the boat he's become an electrician a plumber a chippy it's a lot of research goes into <laughs> it did you have a lot of those skills before you started um well i'm a concreter by trade and i mean i suppose I can use tools. <laughs> Helps. But no, nah, if it wasn't for like all our friends around us, that sort of, you know, all our friends, between us all, we can sort of, we all cover all bases basically. So we just had inputs from everyone and people in the marina are super helpful as well, like with helping you out with little chores and bits and bobs. But 
yeah, you kind of just have to learn it all along the way. Yeah. Is that a, a good lesson for other people? Because often people stop themselves from doing something they want to because they go, oh, I don't have those skills or I don't know how to do it. Have, have you just been able to pick stuff up along the way by having a crack and probably hitting YouTube and leaning on some mates? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the biggest thing I find with it all was networking. Like, get like just talk to people whether it's in the marina or anywhere, because you don't know who's got these skills to go, oh, I've got a mate that knows how to do that or I've got a friend that can do this for you or something like that. And that's how you can achieve a lot of stuff and learn heaps of stuff. But you also did a lot of research, a lot of YouTubing, because you did 90% of that by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of of Googling and, and just figuring stuff out by trial and error. I wonder if that comes back to having travelled a lot as well, because... When you go travel, you realise that most people are pretty helpful. Mm. And if you're in a spot, if you just start talking to someone, nine times out of ten, they'll help you out. Yeah. Probably even more than that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you've, and you've just experienced that when you're kind of building this boat back. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very similar to – and I suppose travelling definitely helps you with your confidence of approaching people and all that sort of stuff as well. But it's, it's just putting yourself out there. When you get there, what happens next? Do you know yet? Um, well, we're probably just going to have a breather <laughs> and just enjoy the waves and the fresh food and, and fresh living. But, um, ah, I mean, we've already started talking about future sort of prospects and stuff. Like we'd like to, you know, at the end of the year, maybe put, put the boat on the hard stands in Indonesia and then fly up to Japan and try and do a snow season working on the slopes there. And then um, come back down to Indo and sail sort of, east towards the Pacific Islands and just have a look around there. But I suppose it's all pretty up in the air still. Like we've yeah. got to be able to work and afford this as well. So Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. And that's I imagine that's probably been a bit of a stressful part as well, like squirreling away, Yeah, majorly. you know, for the last, well, you know, probably a couple of years really. Oh, yeah. well, funny you say that because we've had so many debates about budgeting, saving money, everything. I think we've put about, what, 10 different budgets in place. Yeah, not stuck to one of them. Not stuck to one of them. <laughs> yeah, just kind of go with it. We've just like, it's if well, we need something, we're going to go get it. If we want to go out for dinner, we're going to go out for dinner. If we want to have a night out with our friends, we're going to do that. And if we can make it work, we're going to make it work. We really don't want to just like hibernate. Yeah, I didn't want stress out. sort of money to be governing what we were doing because that was sort of the main reason of getting the boat is to have that, that freedom. And I mean, to be honest, like, yeah. You need money to live and get by, and, and having a boat is expensive. Yeah. Really expensive. That's well, the old gag, right? Up. Better to have a mate with one than one yourself. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, if your mate's got a sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was that's a major challenge. Is like, you know, you're, you're working, you know, sometimes six days a week, and you're just watching all your money just go into a, into a boat project, and you're like, oh, I've got nothing to show for it. But you do. At the end, you've got this awesome boat that you can sail overseas on. So, yeah, that, it's a major challenge. How old are you guys? I'm 26. And I'm 28. Right. And did you feel like if you didn't do it now, you might not? Was that, was that a, as you get a little bit older and, you know, you get more responsibilities and things like that, was that a driver? Um, well, I was always going to do it. I can just say that. As soon as I ask that question <laughs> in your eyes, you're like, no fucking no way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Nah. Doesn't matter how many responsibilities, you can always have time to go do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not let that responsibility hold you back. Well, we yeah. don't really have much. Ours is more about just like traveling, responsibility to each other. 
selling cars. <laughs> yeah, that's been the only problem so far, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. That's challenge yeah you're gonna sell it today we're talking about this before oh. you're trying to sell your car yeah and apparently i don't know i just thought cars are just selling like that but it's been a few weeks for you guys so been yeah. a few weeks but yeah. that's our travel fund so <laughs> the clock is ticking the clock is ticking yeah who's your most trusted friend if you go away and don't sell it before nah sorry mate i only got 10 for it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally five grand just in their pocket <laughs> yeah yeah um hey connor i might get you to cruise over for a sec i know we weren't going to have a yarn to you but considering you came up in the chat uh and you're sitting right behind us it might be worth saying g'day um yeah. you're joining these guys with your partner as well on the trip how are you feeling about it yeah good we've um spent the last three weeks t- together so we've figured each other's characters out already and we all get along so that's a good start i know you guys met you know previously when you were kind of working near the barrier reef you said didn't you um jay but um how well did you know each other before you've decided to say to give this a crack? Oh yeah, it's about yeah, a bit less, maybe three or four months. Oh, <coughs> we're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like six. Felt like six. <laughs> yeah, no, we just became good buds straight up up there, and we actually hadn't seen each other. Well, we probably seen each other once since then. It was probably what eight years or something. Yeah. Between. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. World works in mysterious ways. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Sorry, the rain is teeming down now as well, which you can kind of hear on the roof as we're having a yarn. Um, so you've got this place, which is pretty remote. Was it always the plan to get back there somehow and this just seemed like the most fun way to do it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and Jay, yeah, Jay, Jay was going to do it anyway, so thought we'd just come along. Yeah. And, and how long have you had this place there and kind of when was the last time you were back? Um, last time I was there, it was just before COVID hit and we're, we're going to go back there and live indefinitely. But yeah, we just couldn't get back there for the last two or three years and yeah, we get back there now. Has it been a bit of a frustrating couple of years for you oh, with that yeah. plan? Yeah. So frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> How have you spun your wheels here since you've been waiting for a chance to, to get back to your home? Um, I picked up a new job down the south coast, New South Wales. Right. And then my partner got stuck in the UK for a year as well. Oh, wow. So that was a mission trying to get her back over. And then she finally made it back. And then we spent about a year living together down there. And then, yeah, we've just been saving our cash as well and going on this trip. Yeah, so have you from New South Wales originally? Nah, from Queensland. You're from Queensland yeah. as well. Sa- same as Jay. Yeah, we're both from Queensland. Oh, hence like the eight years ago thing. Yeah. Right. Well, it's funny, we actually grew up like 20 minutes from each other and really? never met until we're on this island in the Barrier Reef. I'm like, oh, hey, where are you from? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Me too. That's <laughs> hilarious because you probably would have had similar interests too, right? Like you both love to surf and get out in the water oh, and majorly. get amongst it. I don't know it. how we didn't meet come across you've probably been on the same wave and not even realized (laughs) you probably dropped in on me probably (laughs) i'm good at that (laughs) (laughs) sorry i got plenty of time to do that again but you might have a bit more space this time um so how did you find yourself um living in a remote part of of indonesia and building a house there just by luck really i met a guy that was building a resort over there and he hit us up for some work, so we ended up over there doing that and then just met met some cool people over there and they helped us through the process and that was pretty much how it came to be. How difficult was it to not only like maybe find some land where you could do something but build a place at the same time? Yeah, it's pretty testing as well, but 
it's also super fun over there and everyone's cool and getting some pretty sick waves while you're doing that as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a good part of the world. And just how remote is it? I was asking uh, Jay before, but for you know, for you who's where where we are isn't too bad. You got access to ferries to the mainland, but there are some islands out in that area that are pretty remote. Yeah, yeah. And what are you looking forward to most when you get back? Uh, just find some uncrowded waves and <laughs> getting bowed with your mates. <laughs> That's it. Has that been a pretty tough thing since you've both been back? About yeah, crowds and more people and. The energy's probably very different to maybe oh. what you've been used to for a few we, years. We grew up in Noosa, so we're pretty used to that. Oh, mate. It's the most crowded place on earth, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> actually, we've just sent one of our blokes over there. They <laughs> <laughs> used to work here. We're, um, yeah, we're doing some work over there in that part of the world, and he's just um, shacked up. So I might have to get some tips from you guys for him to keep him sane for a little bit. Hustle, hustle, hustle. It's all about <laughs> the hustle over there. Yeah. Get good at dropping in on people. <laughs> oh, he's good at that. Don't wear, worry. Yeah. Wear a helmet and the surf. Yeah, you guys have got that. <laughs> you guys have got that uh, in common. Just to, to, to finish up, what's the one thing you're hoping to learn when this is all said and done and you're looking back on it? That I'm a great sailor. <laughs> <laughs> no, just um, that I can overcome it because obviously, like, not obviously, but I panic a lot. Like, being out in the open ocean, it scares the shit out of me. But just to overcome my fears and, yeah, I'm just so excited just to be out in the ocean and see Indonesia and just go, what, diving, surfing, seeing all the beautiful animals and everything, yeah. Jay, what are you hoping to learn? Um, oh, yeah, same thing really, I suppose, just learn the ocean more, get better at that and, uh, yeah, just, just look, looking forward to surfing uncrowded waves uh, spearing lots of fish and eating good and just living a fresh, healthy life, really. Connor? Yeah, I guess we're, we all share the same thing in common and, yeah, just getting out there and learning learning how that boat goes and, <laughs> yeah, living, living, off the, living off the sea and um, figuring, figuring out how to navigate properly and, yeah, just pretty much all those things. Yeah. Well, no doubt you'll come back probably pretty different people, I reckon, but the I same in, a, in an interesting way. Um, I reckon it's going to be ages until I see you again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I hope we can have a yarn when you get back and hear about all the, the stories from the trip and what comes after it. Thanks for oh, having a chat. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks Stoked to be on here. Yeah, legend. That's Living the Dream by Gage Rhodes. Gage is an indie brewer just out of Frio in WA that's all about going after it and having an epic time with a few brews. Check them out at gageroads.com.au. Thanks again for having a listen. Subscribe so you don't miss an app. Share it with your mates. Chuck us a rating. And get in touch if there's someone you want to hear from on the potty. I'm Jamie Burnett. Cheers. <laughs>